Hey guys, it's Danny. And it's Riley. And we're your average neighbors. We like to invite you to the next 30 to 45 minutes to just listen and hear what we have to say. But please, if you have any questions or if a thought comes to your head, feel free to hit us up at Average Neighbors on Instagram. We'd love to hear your story or anything that you have that came to your mind while listening. And God bless. Welcome back. We here. We so, back. So, uh, a little awky, a little awkward. Um, yeah. We were supposed <laughs> to do, bro, this, this camera thing has been... It's been a struggle. It, we had a camera that we borrowed from one of my roommates. It was five. And it was a good camera. We go to turn it on. He had left to go out of town to visit his, visit his girlfriend. And I can't get it to work. No idea. I'm not. It just it just won't work. It but just, it worked earlier that day. It did. We literally worked earlier that day, and I have no idea what happened. And the week before, that same camera stopped recording halfway through, mm-hmm. which is why we didn't have it. So we were like, "What do we do? We call our trusty man Blaze. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. Shout out Blaze. Shout out Blaze. Um, and he was like, "Bro, just use your phone." But I got yeah, an X. So we're using the phone right now. Yep. But welcome. Yeah, they should see the setup. If y'all follow us on Instagram, you'll see. The setup, I'll post it. It's pretty funny. But pretty boof. Hey, it works. God did. It's working. So, um, <clears throat> what's, what's, what's the last week been like for you, bro? Um, last week was good. I think, I've been thinking about this podcast a lot. I've been thinking about you guys. And one thing that um, we wanted to do in this is that we wanted to ask y'all Mm. any questions or topics that you guys would want to hear us talk about um, so we posted a poll on Instagram and four people listed thank you guys um, and so we're just gonna randomly select I got a random number generator the four so we listed them so there's four questions so we know the questions yeah we know all of them but we don't know which one we're gonna answer because as you can see, we got the random number generator, one to three. Number six, I don't know what it is, so you ready? Yeah. All right. Three. Two. It's two. two. <laughs> uh. This is the tough one. <sighs> All right. This is the tough one. Our buddy, who we know well, I'm not going to say his name for... Anonymous. The other two questions were a lot better. This is the tough one. Question is, where do we come from? That's not that tough. No, I mean, I don't think it's it's tough in a way of like there's so many different beliefs. Well, in, a, in a way, in a way, but there's there is a to the point. General knowledge of where we do come from. God did. Um, I mean, God. Like, the most simple answer you can say is, like, God created us. How? I don't know. How? Like, when? Some people can argue when. Um, yeah, this is, this is going to be fun. But I'm excited. So, where did we come from? I think for me, 
I have only known the Lord for two years now. Mm-hmm. And this question for me has been all throughout my life, like growing up. And I was just like, okay. I asked my parents, hey, like, how does how does all this happen? Like, what the heck? Like, how did this house get built? And like, oh, it's people. But then who, like, who made the people? Other people. Like, who made the first person? And like, I didn't grow up in a household that like Christ was in the center of it. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't go to church other than Christmas and Easter. Um, and like, Christ wasn't a topic we talked about. And so I just had no knowledge of it. And we were just like, I remember asking my mom, like, hey, what, like, is this God thing? And she's, she's just like, it's it's faith. And you just kind of believe it. He's like, I can't see it. But, I, but now I'm realizing, I'm like, I mean, I can't see him. He's everywhere. He's all around. And having that understanding. Um, but I remember a huge question I asked was, okay, if... God created like everything like space like he created space but then like the question is like okay if God did that then who created God and that was that was the question where I came down to because I think I mean at the end of the day um, if you tackle this question in my opinion the way I view it is that if you tackle this question you're not really tackling the question of where did you come from because at the end of the day it doesn't matter and I'm not trying to just like if devalue that question but how we came isn't really a question whether it was I mean I believe the Bible is true so like in like all parts I'm not going to believe if I believe one part of the Bible is true then I must believe all parts of the Bible true and so when it says that um, in God <clears throat> then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground he breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person right so like in my head, God created man. Now, through dust, how, what did that look like? I don't know. But what I do know is that it was God. And I think the question of that is the pro- probably the more asked question behind that, which is, well, who created God? Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where Bado was, was getting at. Name drop. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's weird. Bado's our roommate. He, he was on one of the episodes, actually. You can go check yeah. it out. It's called Bailu, He is Authority. It's a really good one. Bado asked question of who's God I think I mean not who's God but I mean from. I think he knows but like for the sake of of semantics which matter because they have meaning shout out Dylan um if you believe in the idea that everything comes from something right so like nothing could have produced nothing something has to produce something then you go back and you continue to go back and back and back and the, the the funnel gets smaller and smaller until you reach a point which is like okay if something had to start at all and in order for something to start something else bear with me with a natural order and a consistent basis that something had to be outside of the confines within that initial place mm-hmm. it's kind of the idea of have I ever talked about the painter and the painting concept no so it's this really, here, at least. it's a really interesting concept that goes. A painter paints a canvas, off of what he b- wants, right? Yeah. Now, if 
the painting itself came alive on the canvas, then the paint, like the the objects in, inside the painting would only understand the reality it's inside of. So like imagine a box, the painter put it, put all the things in the box. The things with inside the box are gonna be like, oh, this is reality. Yeah, this is my box. Yes, this is my box. This is this is how everything. Lines, the limits, sure, in a way. But the painter, since he's outside of the canvas, is not controlled by everything, meaning he sees a reality that's different mm -hmm. and that goes outside of the confines and the limits within it. It's like if when Bob Ross paints a mountain range, right? If you put a man on the mountain range and the man walked around the mountain range, he's never going to understand what a beach is. Yeah. It doesn't mean a beach doesn't exist. It just means that that man only understands the mountain. Mm. I think as humans, if there's a creator, he obviously created something that he wanted. But that doesn't mean that his imagination or his reality is limited by his creation. Does that make any sense? I feel like a no, I use a lot of Ishan words. It does. Okay. Um. So that's the best way I can explain it. I like the painter and the painting. Yeah, that is good. But also, leads back to the question, who made the painter? And so, we were <laughs> talking about this last night, which is funny. When I left? Literally, no. Oh. When you were here. Oh, when I was here. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this because... Uh, is, my, is my roommate and he was talking about it and of course we're talking about this right now but what was interesting is that like if we do if people do believe like unbelievers believe in evolution or people believe in like the big bang theory which I right and so they believe oh like monkeys Evolutionized all the way. Is that even word Mac, evolutionized? Macroevolution. Uh, well, there's macro and microevolution. Macroevolution is basically the idea that, um, like, we can, with enough pressure and time, species in general will adapt. Like, we came from monkeys due to macroevolution. Microevolution is like every species starts off the same and ends off roughly the same. It just changes over time. So, like, a monkey will always be a monkey. It just might look different over time. So there's a difference. Isn't there also, like, Darwin kind of talked about that, too? Darwinism probably falls more under the idea of macroevolution. And then the fish evolution. That's also a macroevolution. I don't know. I'm sorry, Miss Johnson. Miss Johnson, for some reason, if you're watching this or listening to this, Was that your science my teacher? AP environmental science teacher. She didn't do a good job. Uh, no offense. No, no. She didn't. I didn't do your job. That's, that's I didn't fair. listen. That's just fair. Nor cared. I love you, Ross, but this was pretty rough to watch. Nor cared. And so, I saw you. I saw the. I saw the wheels wheels turning. Car oh. didn't move, but I saw the wheels turning. What? Of the evolution? Of your brain? Oh, it's never moving. I can tell you that. It's it's, it's good. No, it's moving. Um. It's but I do apologize, Miss Johnson. He apologizes. Um. But, dang, what was I getting at? Oh, that first thing, that first origin or whatever, there has to have been like, okay, now then, who, what created that? If you believe in evolution, or if you believe in the Big Bang Theory, who created matter? Who created the first species? Okay. Go. 
That was really cringy. Yeah. In the beginning, <laughs> if you if you're just listening, he just pulled out a sword, because. like a sheath. It was pretty cringe. But sword. John one, verse one. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God, and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. If you replace the word Jesus for the word, word goes in the beginning, Jesus already existed. Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him. Nothing was created except through him. Jesus gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. <clears throat> if you go back to Genesis 1, it says, In the beginning, God. Boom. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, I feel like from my brain, I understand the question, um, and it's a valid question up to a certain point. Because whatever you may believe, it's illogical to A, believe that a God does not exist. Now, I'm not hating on people that don't. Um, I'm just saying it is illogical. Because you look around and everything forms from something else. Everything has an origin, a beginning, and you have to go back enough where there's an origin or a beginning that was first, that just happened, right. that just existed. Now you can call that gravity, you can call that energy, you can call that matter, you can call it God. The differences between God and all those other things is that it had to be emotionally intelligent, unconfinable, and it had to have enough intricacy or enough, I've used that word before, enough complexity to create a world so complex. Because it's a lot, like for me, it doesn't make sense that a world this complex can exist from something that isn't complex in nature. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's like, whatever I create is not going to be more complex than me. It's going to have remnants of me. It's going to have remnants of the world that I see, but it does, it's not more complex than what started it. Mm -hmm. And I think that you go back enough and you, at some point you have to admit that there was something that started it all. And the only thing that makes sense is if I feel love, there had to be something that goes beyond chemicals and, and neural synapses and just something so complex that could start it all. And I think that's God. I think when you look at different religions, you have to say, okay, which one does this make the most sense to? And the one that makes sense to me is the God of the Bible, Yahweh. Why? Because when I experienced God in that moment that changed and saved my life in October of last year, and I read the scripture, the only thing that made sense was that this was the same being that I encountered. I didn't talk to him. I didn't hear him. I didn't see him. Yeah. But I felt him. Yeah. The same way that you can walk in a room and hear someone's footsteps and you know who it is because of their footsteps. 
I was able to recognize God because his footsteps in the word were the same things and footsteps I heard when I, when I was saved. Yeah. I think also you were touching, touching on the fact that God is like, there has to be something like a sense of like a level of like there has to be something put over that for it to make sense for the other things to make sense mm-hmm. and that and you're saying that is God and I think that's so true and it's like to me in my brain things just don't add up so perfectly like yeah. like there has to be a God and that's what it came out of like there has to be a God and I believed in a God before I was saved I believed that there was a God because it just seems so simple. I'm like, there, there's no way. One degree, what? what is it? One degree oh, yeah. if, if closer, we're, we're, we're going to burn. If we one were, degree farther, we're going to freeze. Yeah. For the earth. If we were tilted too much, if the gravitational pull was just a little bit, like point zero 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 one too much, we would crush. If it was too, the same amount too little, we would float away. And it's just like, that's just, there ha- a, a God created us and placed us here perfectly. And yeah. doesn't he say, like, we can talk, put the earth away in human sense. Like, doesn't he say humans is his most, like, it's what he cares about the most. That's just so special to him. Yeah. It's in Genesis. And I don't know the exact one. And I know you're keep, going through Genesis right now, aren't you? Yeah, keep talking. Um, but there has to be God for it to just match up perfectly. And it's just beautiful that he also, he creates everything around us so beautifully. The earth, the universe, God of the universe and yet, we, us, humans, me, you, person listening to this, he looks at us differently. So, <clears throat> to, I encourage anybody who's interested to see this, um, to read it for themselves. Yeah. So, it's in First Genesis, uh, Genesis 1, actually, and you can read through it. I'm going to jump to, um, jump around. So, verse 27 says, so God created human beings in his own image. And in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Not that that's not important, but we're going to jump a little bit. And go to verse 31. Then God looked over all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the sixth day. The reason that's important is that in the other days that he did it, um, days one through five, it goes, he saw what he had made, and it was good. He saw what he had made, and it was good. Good, good. Man gets created. Very good. Hmm. And if you, um, I don't know the Hebrew words for it, but if you are a study of someone who studies Hebrew or um, ancient, especially Greek and whatnot, you would know that in, when there's a adjective to a word, but there's something that adds its power in the original language that it's written. It's not done lightly. It's not like when I eat a taco, I'm like, yo, this is really good. Like for me to have said really good back then, it had to be the top of the line. Like it had to reach a different level. Cause yeah, the way even, they, I mean, even now it's just like, when you say really good or very good in front of the good, it's like already at a different level. Exactly. Than, like just like culturally. But then it was like, like 
It was it was not it the was way we throw it away. It's over like, our very good. It's like when we throw around the word love, it's kind of like that. Oopsie. Oopsie. My bad. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like that. Like the weight that they used those words back then are very different. So when God saw humans or what he had made in humans, he said, this is very good. He didn't make them make them with the mistakes. That doesn't mean they didn't make mistakes, but he did not mm. make them with mistakes. Mm. Um, that, that's referring to everybody. Keep, keep talking because mm. another verse comes to mind. So just bounce off of that. Yeah. When you said, dang, that really hit me though. When you said, actually, I don't know exactly what you said. Uh, he didn't make them the with mistakes. They make mistakes. He didn't make us with mistakes. That was, that was good because I think a lot of times I for me at least, and I hear people talk of just struggling with who they are, like whether it's identity or how they look or what they do, but it's like the Lord made you perfectly and he made you very good. Mm. Keep I also like the word that he uses good, like God uses the word good, not great, not amazing, but good. And I think a lot of times nowadays, when you use the term good, it's just like, eh. Mm-hmm. But he calls it good. Yeah. And everything around us is good because he said it's good. We are good. And like back back a couple episodes, we talked about we are not good enough. Because we're not. Because we fell, we fell short. But because of him, we are good enough. And I really like that. And it's reassuring as well mm. um, so Tav is a Hebrew word for um, good and if you read um, it is the Hebrew word Tav which can mean good, beautiful or working the way it was created to and if you read how God described himself or how God is described he's described as good um, so it's beautiful in my from my understanding if you know better than me and I'm completely butchering this please check me but the, the word that God uses to describe himself or that they used to praise God is a very word that he uses to love and praise his creation saying you are very good because from me you came and I made you wonderfully made Psalm 139 <clears throat> verses uh 13 to 15-ish is you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. Like... It's like God did not make a mistake with anybody. Like the way we view creation and beauty, God views it differently. Yeah, 100%. It's kind of like abstract art. Like, you know, a painter, (laughs) a painter makes something that conventionally might be beautiful and something that isn't. But in the painter's eyes, they're both just as beautiful. Mm. God is that father that created everyone. And we might judge his beauty or his work differently but God looks at all of it and says I made each of every one of you with a purpose and specifically 
with your nose that big or your eyes that wide or you that tall, you that short. Like I made you like that. God, like I said, God doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. We do, but he doesn't. So we might mistake the way we interpret and see his art, but it doesn't mean that there's a mistake within his art. Mm. Yeah, and I think along the lines of that, there's a lot of judgment with people's flesh and just being like viewing beauty so differently and viewing and judging people by the way they are on the outside. But God does not care about what you look at on the outside. He cares about the heart. Mm. And that's what matters. And like that's what he sees. And that's what he judges at the end of the day is your heart. And like he made you very good. Mm-hmm. He was perfect in his eyes. Wonderfully made. But what he cares about most and what is so important is the heart. First Samuel sixteen seven <clears throat> says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Don't judge by his appearance or heart or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the heart. Yeah. It's that deeper meaning, that deeper understanding. <laughs> and the reason this matters to go back to the initial question mm-hmm. is where do we come from? Right now, we are two people sitting down and having, having a conversation. I say words, you understand them, vice versa. What I say, you have feelings, I have Like, think about the complexity that this requires. And how could it not have come from something so complex, if not more? When God sees us in the world, he doesn't just see face value. He sees all of it. He sees the complexity, the feelings, the emotions, the thoughts, the tears. And he loves it all. Yeah, he does. Loves it all to send his son. So I feel like if you are someone struggling with like where did I come from or even self-image or anything like that first of all um, that's not this is to privy that's not to say that like I don't deal with insecurity that you don't you know what I mean like I like any human have insecurities but the beauty of it is that why I think Bible said this the other day but why would I worship the creation when I can worship the creator add a level to that whose opinion matters more to me a creation or the creator mm-hmm. it's like one it's like one bowl in the kitchen looking at another bowl and saying like dude you're built weird yeah. if the man who made the bowl think that they're both beautiful then who matters like, you know what I mean like, yeah. and I think that's yeah, I love that. I the idea it hits it like don't worship the creation worship the creator yeah it just makes sense <laughs> like simply yeah I, I, don't, I mean we can run in circles but if you want to ask where did we come from look outside it's all just, just realize it um, yeah what up I'm, I'm about to what you cooking up it's not cooking up but like I think like I think this would be a good way to kind of bring it all together in a way.
I love the way that like it sounds when like the pages turn. I don't know. It's like, oh, my bad. I have a moment. Romans 1, 20. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his internal mm-hmm. power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Yeah. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they began to think of foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Mm. I think that knows it. This book was written how long ago? Varies. <laughs> but considerably amount. And yet through all that time, that remains true. That you can look outside. Mm. You can see the complexity of what's around you and realize that there had to be something that started it all. And if what you see is beautiful, complex, personal, and loving, then the one that created it has to have those qualities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm going to touch on one last thing. Um, as you wrap up but if you are going through this and you are struggling with understanding and fathoming like how could this be or it just seems too good to be true or you can't get the realization of then who created God question I think it comes down to one seeking more wisdom asking the God that you follow ask for reassurance and just being open with him he, he doesn't care if you are confused he knows it already in your heart in your mind he, allow him to speak to you and allow him to answer that question I think we can, me and Danny can sit here all day talking to you guys but for who we need to know and we're, we're sharing what's on our minds and what's on our hearts and what we believe yeah. but I want you to also search it for yourself and not just come here and listen to this and be oh okay I believe this this and this or I believe that but there's so much more out there there's so much more information there's so much more understanding to see but what I do want you to do is go to God about it because he can reassure you and he can give you the confidence he can also give you an answer at the end of the day and and like we talk about all the time wrestle with it with him mm-hmm. he wants you to and it's, it's so beautiful that we get to partner with him in that I think that's a good place to end um, there are a couple of things I think we can catch up on next time and uh, I, think that, I think that's good I think that uh, if you have any questions or concerns, please DM us at uh, Average Neighbors on Instagram. And just, we're here to serve you guys and love you guys. So thank you for taking the time for joining us. And uh, yeah. See you guys. Hey guys. 
thank you so much for listening. We'd love to hear more about your story and your testimony. And submit some questions on our Instagram at Average Neighbors. We would love to see um, where your name is, where you're from, and just learn more about you guys. We would love to do this with you guys. And I can't wait to see what the Lord will do in this. Godspeed.